You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, the accent is French. Have you heard me say who doesn't dare doesn't live? Because I got a little story for you. Just happened. I, I flew back from Los Angeles where I was for work and visiting my goddaughter, and then I was entering the, the, the plane, and I noticed uh, that there's a charming uh, woman messing around between her seat and the luggage compartment back and forth. I said, what is going on, this agitation back there? And so I sit next to her and all that. So then we start talking and all this, and we have a good chemistry, a good connection. And during lunchtime, something funny happened. She gets an avocado fresh out of a handbag. I'm a bit surprised. And then she asks the stewardess if there is olive oil which is even more surprising because usually they don't. And the stewardess laughed and gave us some olive oil and uh, vinegar. Anyway, we had a wonderful flight, and then we'll see how it goes from there. But the point is, always say hello, always find a way to connect, to make a friend or more, always there. Who doesn't dare, doesn't leave. Any question, 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. Bonjour, Tammy. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Thank you. Okay, so I have a question. Um, I'm 30, Mm -hmm. and um, most of my friends, we're all single girls. We all have fun together. We bond over being single together, and it's just fun, right? Mm -hmm. So um, my best friend, actually, of over 10 years, we've been single together forever. Um, But recently, she is now in a relationship, and she's been seeing this guy for about three months or so now. So it's still really new. Mm -hmm. But as much as I want to be happy for her, I'm like, mad at her and I'm angry and I'm jealous and you know she talks to me about it all the time and she's gushing about it and she's all excited and it's just a total shift in our friendship you know the dynamics have changed because we've always bonded over being single together so my question is like how do I approach it where I see it and I'm happy for her no that's that's a great question to me so the first thing is you have to understand this is not against you Right. So when she's happy, when she is, you know, with her guy, you have to say this is this was not against me. She didn't cheat on me. She didn't. You know, it's just the natural evolution of things. So, A, it's not against you Two, Let's also tell her with a sense of humor. You know, imagine that you are in the desert. There is no water. And let's say she's calling you from a a resort at the ocean next to a pool and she's sipping orange juice or Avion water, French water, whatever she is drinking, and you have nothing to drink and she's drinking, you're going to be jealous. That's normal. So I think she has to limit, and you tell her that, you say, listen, for our own sake of friendship, because I'm I'm single, maybe I'm a bit lonely, it, there's only so much I can hear. Otherwise, tell her, honestly, I get jealous because I don't have a man yet for me. Mm-hmm. So I love you, but understand, when we describe things, there's some things that are not for my ears because right now I don't have that. So be, yeah. on, be honest. Friendship and love are made of being honest to each other. Happy for each other, and the way to be happy is to remember this is not against you, okay? Okay. You don't have to pretend. You just tell her, oh my God, you yeah, make me so, so I jealous. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I, oh, okay. Oh, with a sense of humor. Always be honest, because when you're honest, you liberate yourself from the unspoken, and the jealousy disappears. Okay. All right, good luck to you, uh, Tammy. Good luck. Okay, thank you. And have a good night. Thank you. I can totally relate to Tammy being jealous of a best friend relationship, and I'm going to tell you why next. 
Have you ever experienced this jealousy, this burning feeling when your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, your friend find love and you lose kind of that time with that person? Like, let me tell you my little story. That's why I relate so much to Tammy when that called me. It's because when my brother Benjamin met his now partner, Sabine, my brother and I spent, I would say, 90% of our time together. And then he spent only 50% of that time. And I was finding any reason, shame on me, to put her down. She's not so good. She's not a big grade. You should come keep on party. I was being a mean person, but only because I miss my brother. It was not so much against her. It was because I love my brother so much and I was jealous. Now, talking about jealousy, sometimes, now that I'm single, I have people that are jealous of me being single. Let's talk about that next. Let's be honest. If you're right now in a long-term exclusive relationship, have you ever been jealous even for a minute of a single friend who lives a single life? That happens to me a lot. And I'm looking for my true love, but that I have a lot of friends that have been married for 10, 15 years, 20 years, and they say, Simon, we live, you know, through your experience. We love the idea when you date or you go to a dinner or something like this because it's new, refreshing, and exciting. Us is the same old thing. So the jealousy is on both sides. That's why you always have to talk about it. Never hide it too much. I think for keeping everything honest is the, is the elixir of keeping friendship good because why pretend? I'm jealous sometimes. I'm jealous of people who are in love. I'm jealous my producers have great boyfriends and they have fabulous relationships. I'm jealous of them. So so that's okay. I tell them all the time. They have to endure that too <laughs> on top of the show. Anyway, that's a normal feeling. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. That's in French. In English, 855-905-8255. Call me. Bonjour, Suzy. Bonjour, Solomon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's up? Um, okay, I have a question. I met this guy about a year ago, and um, I- I'm really confused with him. Um, we talk, like, every day, but the guy is, like, mean to me. But yet he could be so absolutely wonderful. But he could be, like, mean to me. Like, he'll, uh, he'll write kind of derogatory texts oh. and say things, but then, like... I look over. He's always staring at me. It's just like if we go out or something with a bunch of friends and stuff, because he's in our group of friends. Uh-huh. I, you know, you could always feel somebody staring at you. I always catch him staring at me. Ooh. But he'll make comments like, you know, you'll never get a boyfriend because, you know, you're not pretty enough and things like that. And then uh, oh. I know that sounds screwed up. But I, I just, I'm, not, I'm just wondering if that's do some men show that they like you by being like a jerk. Right. So when the guy says that to you, I just want to clarify, you know, I'll never get a boyfriend because you're not pretty enough. He's saying, I'll never get a girlfriend like you because I'm not handsome enough. So he projects on you his own insecurity. Everything. Huh. Yes, that's exactly how it functions. You know, it's like I project on you my insecurity and you become. But remember, every time he says that, you just say projection and you laugh. OK. OK. Any, okay. any more derogatory expressions? projection. What do you mean? Maybe you're afraid not to find a good girlfriend because you're insecure, but that's okay. That's why he says it. Now, two, he, he really likes you. So he's very insecure. That's why he's mean. And he really likes you. That's why he stares at you. So I suggest at the right time, once you've you know made an interpretation of why he's mean, you say, listen, if you want to go out, let's go out. If you want to be mean, just spare me the meanness. You know, it's okay. One or the other. 
and then you laugh and you let it at that, right? Because either he's going to ask you out or he's not. If he's not, there's no reason to continue for him, his circus, to be mean with you. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Very Okay. Thank you. So, so give him a pass, almost like, you know, in the name of insecurity. Okay. Very interesting. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night, Susie. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anytime. I got to go to my email because somebody needs my help about when to date again. That's next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Any question, can't call me? Always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's the question tonight? All right, so this email is from Alyssa that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alyssa. I have to say I'm a huge fan of you and your show. Thank and you. I think you give such sage advice on love and relationships. I recently got out of a very intense and committed three-year relationship in which we were engaged for the last year. I've been pretty distraught by the ordeal, but I haven't lost hope in finding my soulmate and a partner. How do you know when you're ready to date again post-failed engagement? I've been meeting guys and I had a brief ooh-la-la with someone, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to truly give my heart to someone. That's a great question. Your heart has been broken. Your engagement is broken. When is it time to date again? I'll tell you that next. So let's say you've been for three years in an exclusive relationship intense. You get engaged and everything goes down. It doesn't work. You're heartbroken and you're wondering, when am I ready really to find somebody new and get my heart taken again? The answer to your question, Alisa, is really simple. You have to heal, right? It doesn't work like emotionally, oh my God, you know, we've broken off, we separated, and then I'm good. No, it takes a long time to heal a broken heart. So don't worry about it. Keep dating, make friends, and follow your intuition and your heart. You can't go too fast, and no one should make you go too fast. So you're good, you're doing the right thing one day at a time. Good luck to you, Alisa. Any question, 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, call me right now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Josie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour and welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. So I've been dating this guy. Um, we've been going out for four months and it feels like it's like a real thing. Like it's going really well. Like I don't really have any of those like, oh, I don't know. Kinda, yeah. You know, yeah. um, but he has a big family. I don't have a big family. Like, there's just a few of us, and we're sort of spread out. But he's got a big family. They're all here. And all of our social plans center around spending time with his family. Mm -hmm. And I don't have time to hang out with my friends. Like, I don't have any... It's, everything is with them. So I don't understand. And if I don't go, I seem like the bad guy because, like, I don't come to an important thing but there's always an important thing because there's so many people and extended family and everything so uh -huh. what am I supposed to do like I don't want to end the relationship and I don't want this to be a deal breaker but I miss my life a little bit I totally understand you and there is a beautiful word what's usually the word when there's a problem between two people to find a solution I don't know compromise <laughs> a com okay. okay a compromise it's you being honest with yourself and him saying listen you know, it's getting real, but I need some time with my friends. Don't be afraid he's, gonna, he's not going to break up with you. Don't be afraid of him. And he should not be afraid of you either. You guys have to compromise from now on, right? Because it's going to work out. you got to have to keep time for yourself, for your friends. And that's normal. You're going to resent him. So you use compromise. So you see some of your friends sometimes, some of his family, some other times, some of your family too. And you make it fair and equal. 
right? You think about it before you talk to him. Even can put it on a page of paper. What is a good compromise if I were him and if for me, right? So you put yourself in his shoes, in your shoes, and you write down on a piece of paper before you speak to him, what's the right compromise? Okay. Okay? That easy? That easy. (laughs) All you got to do is is pick up and find what's fair. Fair is the solution for happiness. Be fair. Okay. Okay? Yep, I'll give it a shot. (laughs) You should. It will be fine. Don't be afraid of his rejection. He's not going to reject you. Okay? Okay. All right, Josie. Good luck to you with that compromise. All right, thank you. Have a good night. I want to talk a little more about compromise. And that's next. What's the magic word? I could only find this one. When there's a major question in your relationship, compromise. That's what I've learned from my parents, compromise. And when Josie you know, called me about a question about what to do with a boyfriend and time spent together, I said compromise. But you can apply compromise to many, many things, almost everything. And compromise is to find the right equilibrium. It goes for how much time you should spend together, what you should do for each other, when it comes to family, for friends, for what's fair. It comes down to this, what is fair. And I'm going to tell you now how I've learned this, but the hard way. That's next. I don't know how you've learned to compromise in your relationship, but in my case, when I was in love with Christabel, my first girlfriend, at 13 to 15, I was madly in love, but I was a bit of a tyrant. And one day she said to me, Simon, it can't only be your way or the highway. I said, what do you mean? Why not? I think I'm right. She said, no, 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 no. Have you heard about the word compromise? In French, compromis. And I said, what do you mean? And I did not understand. And she gave me a week of distance. And I understood then that you can't be in a healthy relationship if both of us do not compromise. It's the magic elixir of any relationship problem. Compromise. Let's hear now a little love story. You have one. Call me. 855-905-8255. Have you ever like had a feeling that you met somebody uh, and it was like almost written in the stars? I have this feeling lately because I've been watching my f- new favorite series called Roswell, New Mexico. Every Tuesday at 9, 8 central on the CW. And I love how in that small town, there's this reconnection of two people that feels like it's been made out of the stars. You're like, like written in the stars, something that is meant to be. Talking about two people mating like this, I think I have a love story that's coming about the same thing. Let's see. Bonjour, Julia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Julia. I know and I heard that you have a great love story to share with us tonight. I do. I do. Thanks for letting me share it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so my story actually goes back a little bit, um, back to when I was in college. I was dating uh, this guy, and, you know, it, it was relatively new. It wasn't serious yet, and um, I had mentioned to him that my perfect idea of romance was just, like, sitting outside looking up at the stars and just like just quiet peaceful Mm -hmm. and i had had said that i didn't really get to do that you know we were we were going to college like in the uh, city area there was a lot of lights and um it was uh winter time and uh so we had gone together to uh, a hockey game and it was off campus you had to drive about 15 minutes to get there and after the game ended everyone started to you know leave drive away the everything was clearing out they were getting ready to shut the lights down and he was just really taking his time he's like i have to use the bathroom oh i have to do this i have to and he 
kept stalling until basically everyone was gone. Mm-hmm. And then he drove out into the back of the, the parking lot with me, and he opened his uh, sunroof on his car. It was winter, but he had the heat going. He had brought blankets and all of this stuff, so we oh, could just, sweet. from inside his car, just alone sit together and look up at the stars. And that's uh, when he asked if I wanted to be, you know, official uh you know, mm-hmm. girlfriend, boyfriend. And it was, to this day, it was literally the most romantic thing anyone has ever done for me. It is very romantic. And I love the fact that, you know, he brought the blanket and all that so you guys would not be cold, right? So that's paying attention. I love that. What a great story. I mean, I, I, I won't forget this one. Thank you so much, Julia, for sharing that story. That's how love Thank story you. starts. Thank you. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. Always remember, you can tweet me. What are you up to while you're listening to the show? At my Twitter account, Rendezvous Radio. Uh, by the way, check out my latest podcast episode, La Confession, with a special guest, Leon Rogers, king of GCI, which is a channel in Chicago, a comedian, a talk show host, who's discussing with me, is it true that happy wife means happy life and you don't want to miss what me and him and my producers had to say about this i was amazed and it was a great time one of the many podcasts we did very easy to find go to our heart radio app type la confession and it's all there for you to enjoy all day long before i'm back on monday on air on the rendezvous have a great weekend thank you so much and bonne nuit les petits the rendezvous show